Greetings, Alpha Seekers, and welcome to the weekend edition. Uh, we had a rough ride in the market, obviously. Um, now, we did get a bid on Friday afternoon, so but the, I think the index is still finished down. And basically, it is one of those technical things that can happen, especially during the month of August. Trading volume is light. People in the big boy leagues tend to, and big girl, tend to uh, go away to the Hamptons. And so the professionals basically are selling in Maine, going away. So you got light volume in the summer, maybe somewhat affected by the virus crisis. More hands on the steering wheel, even if they are working remotely. But uh, what happened here is some big, big whale of a options trader and they think it's this SoftBank outfit that's been a real weapon of financial mass destruction. They raised like $100 billion and put a ton in a saw, uh, WeWork, which is cratered. And uh, I'm not sure they know what they're doing. But what they were trying to do here is basically, as I understand it, buy options, call options way out of the money in big quantities. And then buy the underline and drive their options into the money. So what that tends to do is create a parabolic effect. You know, if you buy an option 10% out of the money, you can get it pretty cheap if it's a call. And then you start driving it up by buying the underline with light volume. You can, you can pretty much uh, make those options go in the money. And the trick is you got to get out before the music stops because what happens is the market makers start to see that, hey, you know, these things just keep going up. And they become part of the solution, or they, they become co-opted into the, into, the, into the game because they have to buy shares to protect themselves against the upside. But at some point, they start charging so much premium for the calls because they're seeing the volatility uh, spike and all the risk is to the upside. So when you, you can kind of figure out what's going on if you're a market maker. You don't know who's doing it, but you know somebody's doing it to you. And then you start charging premium for the calls. It makes it so expensive that the game isn't worth the candle. And then whoever's playing the game has to dump their shares. And then the market makers dump their shares. And it's the little guy little Robin Hood guys who are thinking stocks just go up that get they they end up with they don't get a chair when the music stops in the game of musical chairs so that's what happened there and I think I mentioned yesterday we got caught in that but you know we were the last we were one day late and so that was more tuition in the uh, options market so anyway though I'm walking around outside today, and it's a very, very nice day, and people are out in force, and I just saw a city bus, and it said something I've never seen on a city bus before. It said, bus is full. Now, what does that tell you? That tells you two things. Number one, people are starting to ride the buses, and I mean, I'm down here at Lincoln Park today. People are out like it's a normal Labor Day. You know, most of them are not wearing masks. And 
the they're also getting on public transportation. So now the other thing is obviously the CTA has wisely decided that they're only going to let so many people on the bus, and then they're not going to let people like cram themselves in, which actually makes the bus a better experience. But they're going to have to put more drivers on, and that's going to be more paychecks, and that's good. So people are starting to figure this out on their own, and I think this is what the Swedens of the world, and even the conservatives who are talking about not shutting the markets down, or the, the, the economy down, we're saying people will figure this out. You know, people will see, okay, if I do that, I get sick and maybe I die, so I won't do that anymore. You know, it's the old question of whether you should have a nanny state or whether you should just let people figure it out themselves. And in a free economy, in a free market, in a free country, people figure it out for themselves, you know? If I put my hand on the stove, I get burned. That doesn't mean you turn the stone off or the stove off because then nobody gets to eat. So, um, the stove analogy, I like it. Just came up with that off the top of my head. Sometimes I astound myself. So, uh, master of the metaphor. So... It occurs to me that the way to handle this on a go-forward basis may be to just say, at least in the red states, okay, um, we're going to let you guys, NBA, let you play. But what we're going to do is we're going to amp up the healthcare system. We're going to put a ton into the ICUs. And, you know, we're probably going to have to make that kind of care uh, free of charge or at least not based on your ability to pay. And as a public health thing, you know, we're going to isolate you, we're going to take care of you, we're going to get you back in shape, we're going to get you back on the street if we can. If we can't, you know, so it goes. Uh, but really, the, the reason to shut down the economy in a pandemic is to slow down the inevitable and buy some time and spread it out so that the ICUs can handle the volume. Um, you know, the problem we had in New York was that everybody got it all at once and there's not enough ICU capacity to handle the surge. So now you got it down to the point where you stretch it out over time and, uh, you know, the system can handle it. Plus, you know, you're buying time for hopefully vaccines. You're definitely buying time to learn therapies. Proning is the term that's very important. You don't put people on their back. You flip them over. And that they just that simple thing makes a big difference. But you didn't know that going in. So I think we're able to treat it better. Uh, and we probably ought to increase the capacity to treat it. And then people are, you know, obviously Lincoln Park and the, be the beach, the lakefront were closed for a long time. But now they're open, and now people, I would say 90% of the people down there didn't have masks on. Now, I think that's crazy, and I have my mask on, but, you know, if people start to get sick and die, then they'll stop doing that. If people don't, then, and there is the possibility, at least in my mind, that you're getting little sort of homeopathic microdoses of this thing. And it's been uh, pretty well documented that, the, the the probability of you getting sick and the severity of the sickness that results is a function of the viral load. So if you get a ton of this stuff, it's more it's kind of like storming the beach in Normandy, right? If there's more virus, then your immune system has the tendency to be overwhelmed. But if it's just a little bit, 
then your immune system has time to say, hey, what's that, and go kill it before it, it overwhelms, uh, it gets overwhelmed, or it, it, it overreacts to the extent that it ends up killing the patient. You know, in order to save the village, we were forced to destroy it type of a mentality on the part of your immune system. Not that the, your immune system has a mentality. But anyway, I think that may be the way to go forward here. And I mean, if the Democrats get in, you're going to have Medicare for all, at least through a public option, edge of the wedge type of thing, down the slippery slope to single payer. And that may help with that kind of strategy. And if the if Trump wins, you're not going to get that. But, um, you know, it still makes sense, I think, as a public policy measure on, on the economic and public health levels to, to consider that, that option of just recognizing the fact that people are going to emerge from their caves and we're going to take some casualties. I mean, I heard the NFL is going to play. I can't believe that. You know, when you're face mask to face mask in a line of scrimmage, you're, that's a great way to meet a virus, you know. So uh, I don't know how they're going to do that, if they're going to wear masks or what, but we'll see. <clears throat> so anyway, that's the thought for the day. And I'll leave it at that before somebody calls me. As you guys know, veterans, I do this on my little phone. So uh, live long, prosper, stay safe. I say still wear your mask. You know, just because all the other kids jump in the lake doesn't mean it's safe for you to do it. And uh, we'll hopefully talk to you uh, later. Bye-bye.